Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to session one of the Dude. We have a couple new players joining us. Uh, they would want to introduce themselves and their characters. We have first thing we'll have Wolf. Go ahead. DMM Wolf, and I am playing Vale the Shadowless, a uh, tiefling. All righty. <laughs> tieflings in a party. And then we have uh, yeah. Demon. Uh, I'm Demon. I'll be playing Lucy, a five foot three, blue eyed, blonde haired artificer who is all happens to also be Betty's sister. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to affectionately call them the Powder Puff Twins. Girls, how do you want to go about it? They're royalty. Wait, what? what? Why, why do I feel like segregated <coughs> here? Do what? All these tall people. I'm not tall. <laughs> Compared to him, I, I know for a fact my character is not tall. Um, You are at least over four foot, and I am under three. I am, I am a gnome. Well, yes, you're a yeah, gnome, but of course, I'm you're just gnome. a little short stack. We're just going to throw you into things. <laughs> okay, throw the cleric I'll build you some health. Throw the cleric to safety so they can heal us. Wait, wait, oh, wait does this... Barbarian's down. Throw the cleric to the barbarian. Luna, <laughs> does this mean we can, we can play Quidditch with the gnome? You and I? Shit, we can play Quidditch with the gnome. <laughs> Bless you, how this oh. is escalated. Oh, the smurf Evelyn is not going to tolerate this shit. Uh, you're going to have to learn how to tolerate it, my, <laughs> my love. But you're just going to have to deal with it. Actually, he's going to get tossed around. No, no, no. He, he, he's going to get tossed around just with his little notebook out writing, stuff, writing down how much he hates these two the entire time. <laughs> I Actually, I don't think his character's going to hate mine too much. Um, just just due to the factor that, like, <laughs> we're both very intelligent and we like to have controversial discussions, so it's it's probably going to be fine. Gotcha. So, um, as far as the original party knows, uh, you don't know about these two yet. They will be showing up before the quest is given. But um, probably, well, either right after everybody gets down for breakfast or at some point between breakfast and the first quest being given out is when they're going to show up. Excuse me, that was obnoxious. You are an obnoxious person, sir. I apologize. There's no need to apologize. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um... Wouldn't it be ma'am? Hmm? Technically, wouldn't it be ma'am? Oh, yes, ma'am. Miss Betty? <laughs> it's Black Betty to you. Whoa. Blam a lamb. Ambulance? No, no, I know. Okay, no we're ambulance. not bringing Celestia into this. <laughs> the ambulance. Okay. 
Celestia is already struggling in another campaign. She yes, is. she's yes. debating life choices. She is absolutely <laughs> debating life choices. However, she is she is still taking care of the Duke, who is probably still naked. Uh, <laughs> poor boy still pos- probably hasn't put on some pants. It, it's fine. You like Celestia is debating life choices. Boris is wondering how he's gonna face. Oh, Boris is wondering how he's gonna face Magnus. Yeah, Magnus. And Magnus hey, is Magnus trying is to figure out how he's gonna fix this shit. Well, realistically, realistically, Celestia only really needs, as a cleric centaur, only has one sole purpose, and that is to take care of the Duke, who is a giant. So, everything else that the party does is just bonus hmm. points. Nice and to know that Celestia not... got selfish. And it's and Ted's trying not to fucking die again. <laughs> again. All right, Ted, Ted reincarnated. All righty, well, are we ready to get this started? Yeah. Sure thing. Mm-hmm. All righty, so it is the next morning, Um, probably about 6, 6.30 in the morning or so, we'll say, Um, after a long night of drinking, partying, and just getting to know each other. Um. What would everybody be doing? I guess we'll start at the top there with, um, let's see here. We will start at the top with Betty. Hmm. Uh, so if it is the top of the morning, I'd be, uh, I'd be picking up camp that was made behind the, uh, the tavern and preparing to, uh, go on some travels today, making sure that I have all my necessities and whatnot present. Okay. Uh, before making my way into the tavern. Alrighty, so we'll say it took you about a half hour to get everything packed up, ready to go, so we'll say you walk in about 7 o'clock. Okay. Alrighty, um, Eddie. Eddie. Um, top of the morning, I would be doing my morning exercise routine and then making my way down for breakfast. <clears throat> Alrighty, so round about seven o'clock as well, I would assume after your exercise routine. Yeah, give it an hour, be good. Alrighty, uh, Rosalind, what would you be up to? Luna. What's up? I said, what would you be up to this morning? It's about uh, either six or six thirty in the morning. Breakfast is served at seven. Uh, she's probably going to wake up and immediately start reading a book, as that's what she thinks she has to do for her deity. I say deity loosely. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So you're basically going to be reading until about right at 7 o'clock, then rush downstairs for breakfast? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, uh, Tamlin, what would you be up to? Morning prayers. Probably got up at like 5.30, did my morning and went to go get my armor so that I could put that on. Okay. The difference between an actual cleric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what time do you think you would have walked down to get your armor? Uh, probably like 6.15. Okay, so as you would enter the uh, tavern area, you would uh, look upon the counter and see a Practically brand new set of armor sitting there with shield. With a note attached to it. Alright. Uh, I pick it up. 
and look at it. All righty. The note in common would say, uh, good morning, Tamlin. Sorry I couldn't be here to hand it to you personally, but I am uh, tending the kitchen to uh, prepare breakfast for everybody. I hope this is to your satisfaction. And it is signed by the main man himself, Bernard. Bernard. Okay. I pick it up and examine it. And, you know, as long as it's in good good standing and has all the things I need on it, I'm going to take it back upstairs and put it on. Yes, and uh, upon examining it, um, you can tell it's your armor, but it's practically like brand new. The uh, the smith that they have, the uh, the armor that is there at the end is very good at his craft. And it shows through in his handiwork. All the uh, things, dents and scratches and if there was any holes in it, it's all just, it's been repaired and it just looks brand new. Same with the shield. Oh, fantastic. You enjoy when craftsmen uh, do great work. Alrighty, so um, seven o'clock rolls around and everybody meets up in the tavern for breakfast. Um, at this point, you will see two new faces sitting at the bar. A tiefling with wings and a human. A blonde-haired human. And they're just kind of sitting up at the bar, looking around, not really sure what to make of it all. Uh, and one of them's holding a flyer. And of course, as Betty would walk in, she would instantly recognize Lucy. <laughs> well, I guess uh, once Lucy would notice Betty there, she would walk up and without saying a word, just kind of give her a love tap across the face slap. And basically say, why did you disappear from me? I was sent on the mission. You know, the one I always make for myself. We were sent on the mission. There was no just you. You were always trying to steal the limelight for dad. This is bullshit. It's not my fault you can't get your shit together. Should have been here yesterday. I was... You and your fucked up directions always get me lost. Fucking bitch. Why didn't daddy give you the directions? Because you were the one sitting there kissing his ass. Fuck off, bitch. Oh, fuck you. Let's do some shit. <laughs> Proceeding to breakfast. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 is it safe to assume everybody would be sitting at the same table they were at last night? Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
However, Rosa I probably have a couple of books. Book, so she's walking down the stairs with a book in hand, and she's not even like paying attention to anything. She's literally just focused on this book. I have three different books out in front of me, all open to different pages, and I'm jotting notes down. Show off. <laughs> all right. Um, as you all take your seats, you will see Bernard come come out of the kitchen and say, "Oh, good morning, everybody. How are you all this morning?" morning um all right i guess hungry hungry huh well, all righty well we do <laughs> sorry hmm? oh i'll say for breakfast we have a choice you can either have uh these things that they call pancakes which it's like bread but really soft and kind of sweet and there is this syrup that you can put on it a sweet syrup you could put on it or we have eggs with uh, fried potatoes. I think I'd prefer the uh, eggs with fried potatoes. Some okay. eggs with eggs and a little bit of fruit if you have any available. I will see what I can scrunch together for you. Do eggs, potatoes, and if you could add bacon to that. Oh, uh, we're a fresh out of bacon. I'm sorry. Meat's a little bit hard to come by. Uh, the only thing we have really left from the meat would be the fish from last night. Throw it on there. Alrighty. Um... Uh. Lucy will take the uh, pancakes and syrup and ask for some little cut up, cut up strawberries up on top of it in a very elegant way for a woman of her stature. Mm, I don't know if we have strawberries, but I'll see what I can get together for you. And what is your name, dear? Lucy. Lucy, nice to meet you. Are you, are you here about the adventuring party? Yes, I, I I assume I'm here with my sister. Oh, would that be Betty? Yes. Ah, uh, as she just rolls her eyes. Okay, and uh, Miss Betty, what would you like to eat? Simply a bowl of fruit would suffice. Alrighty, I will see what I can get together. And as Boris turns around, he will then notice um, Vale sitting at the counter. Did I just say Boris? You did. Bernard. You did. As Bernard turns around, my apologies, as Bernard turns around, uh, he will notice Vale sitting at the counter. And Oh, good morning. How are you, How are you today? Morning, morning, morning. Uh, am I in the right place? Uh, are you here about the adventuring party? Holds out the flyer. This one. Yes, that is correct. You are at the correct place. Are you oh, wishing to join good. the new party? Uh, I've been encouraged to. Ah. 
Understandable. Um, if you would like to have a seat over at that table, everybody over there is part of the new adventuring oh. party. Um, what would uh, you like for breakfast? What are the options again? Uh, we have what they're... The cook has called pancakes, which is like a soft, sweet bread. That's a no. What's the other option? Uh, Eggs and fried potatoes. I fucking love it. Eggs, yes. Just uh, hold the potato, extra on the egg. Alrighty, I will have that right out for you. Um, He'll turn around. Would anybody like anything to drink? Um, Take a sweet tea. I would like to have fresh sweet. squeezed orange juice. I don't know if we have any oranges, but I will look. Um, um, what do you mean by sweet tea? Do you have tea? We do have tea. Do you have sugar? No. Do you have honey? Ah. Uh... Maybe. We do have that syrup. There's always a workaround with that work. <clears throat> we can we can put the syrup in there. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll bring the syrup out and you can uh, add it to your delight. Yeah, I'll take a coffee and a water. <laughs> coffee and water. Okay. <laughs> do you All surveil right. this early? Yes. I'll take one. Alrighty. Miss <laughs> uh, Rosalind, what would you like to drink? You know, do you do you happen to have any um, just normal tea and a splash of uh, milk? Uh, I think we do have some milk. I can bring it. I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure we have milk. I don't mind whether it's goat or cow, as long as it comes from one of those two. Alrighty. Mr. Tamlin? Um, I'll just take water. Water? Okay. And, uh... Miss Betty, what would you like to drink? Oh, I will simply pass, my friend. Thank you. No drink. Okay. Alrighty, I will have this out as soon as I can. And uh, Bernard will walk off back into the kitchen. As that's getting squared away, Vale's just going to take a seat, turn it around to the backs facing the table, straddle it, plop down, and just lean on the back of the chair. Hello, gents. Um, okay. Uh-huh. Did you catch that, Sneaky? I'm in grace to what I'm doing. Tough crowd, okay. tough crowd. <laughs> Just to uh. clarify, you said you're a tiefling with wings? Yes. I will be looking at your wings and just kind of not paying attention to you, just just staring at those. They are currently so they are currently hanging off his shoulders with the like eye fingers clasped at his throat like a brooch. 
no, so I have forgotten to say uh, to everybody in the chat, but I have updated Rosalind. She does have wings now, but they are <laughs> neatly tucked behind her underneath her hair. <laughs> Just want to put that back out there because I didn't realize that I could do that. So now I have wings. Which makes me incredibly happy. So continue. So his wings, the flesh between the fingers, is heavily tattooed. Okay. Well, who did we lose? Who did we lose? It looks like a Axel. Axel, yep. I probably got a phone call. Um, so we'll put uh, Betty on autopilot for the time being. Um, so y'all can do a little role playing if you want. If not, uh, Bernard can come back out. Fails just oh. kind of sitting there. Um, is anyone paying any particular? Particular attention to Vale, or is he just kind of passing nuisance? Uh, Rose can actually, uh, I'll be like, paying attention. Like, look at him, like, try to be like, okay, and try to figure out, like, who you are. Because <laughs> you weren't here for the meeting last night. So you're looking at his face. Yeah. Eddie, are you just looking at everything that is him? Yeah, I'm just studying him. Uh, I know Phoenix is studying him. Eddie, are you just like looking at everything around him and him? Well, because you are a teacher. Um, and I'm a tiefling. I was gonna hang around the other tieflings because you know, fair, of that fun stuff. And then you would also be greeted with a handshake with uh, another tiefling. It's nice to see you. Go um, ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Say what your um is, because I might influence. Oh, uh, I no. Uh, I will. Uh, you will see this make a paper airplane that he will sail down to you. Come um, here, Serenity. And he will also have another paper airplane that he will sail towards Lucy. Um, on the paper, if either of y'all choose to look at it, is a uh, pretty accurate sketch of both of your characters as well as your height within plus or minus an inch and your weight within plus or minus 10 pounds. Mm. <laughs> Are you accounting for the weight of the wings? That's what the plus or minus is for. <laughs> So we get okay. Ed, Eddie, you came up to do the sh the handshake, right? Correct. And you will okay. notice, um, Satan demonic uh, signs all over his arm and wrist as it extends past his demonic uh, or diabolic. Demonic Satan. Demonic. Say, hmm. huh? Huh? What? Who? Why? On uh, Earth? My, my brain's just going through. De my, I'm in. Yeah. Like uh, 
Satanism. T- t- uh, like Lucifer. Okay. D- Diabolic. <laughs> Diabolic would be devils. Satan, the, the, the nine hells and all that. Okay. Demonic would be... E, the the abyss. Chaos. It's both chaotic evil versus uh, lawful evil. Two very different places. We're the lawful evil one. Yeah, you, you're, you're, you are totally the lawful evil one. So I'm, I'm seeing diabolic uh, markings and stuff on you then. Okay, so, diabolic. I'll remember yeah. that. Yeah, they're, they're very different things. Because if you look at the tattooing on his wings, they will be abyssal, demonic tattooing instead of diabolic. So we already have a conflict of interest here. It's like, hello. Nice to, and as I'm saying this, his other hand is going to grab the paper airplane that came at him while I'm shaking hands with the right hand. (laughs) Do I need to roll? Or are we just going to assume? Tell you what. Since you asked about a roll, you, sir, are going to roll an athletics check. Okay, how do I do that with the D&D Beyond? Um, so you go over to skills? Go over to... And you scroll down to where you'll see athletics, which it's the fourth one down. And where the box is with your modifier, click on your modifier. Is this thing that... Oh my god, I don't understand the D&D Beyond that well. That's okay. Are you playing on your phone, on the app, or on the computer? Computer. Oh, computer. So in the middle of the screen, um, just underneath your uh, scores, like your strength or dexterity, there's a section for skills. It's got acrobatics, animal handling, arcana, athletics. If you look Um, underneath the athletics, you click on the little block. That's got your pl- modifier, which for my case, it's. Plus I'm wondering if I haven't, if I'm missing a button press somewhere. Your, uh, go ahead and stream your screen. View character. Ah, there we go. Okay, I cool. actually get to a character sheet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's my athletics. Um, oh, there's the die. Up, up, up. Do you guys see the die on your side somewhere? Uh, it'll uh, pop up under the game log. Yeah, it's it's question mark right now, if that counts. For me. It's not even showing up on my end. Yeah. It's bouncing painfully slowly on my screen. I'm seeing a physical... There we go, a 12. There we go, 12. Alrighty, so you would have successfully caught... You would have looked and caught it. You wouldn't have yeah. caught it without looking. Yeah, fair enough. I wasn't expecting to not look and catch it. Uh, and that 20 would have been on. Just just <laughs> that 20 would have been on in my back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but catch the airplane. What? what? What is this? Wait. Did you show one at Eddie too? Or is it. Who, who's the other person you threw an airplane at? People. Oh, just the new people. Right here. Looks at it. You said there was a a drawing. Yeah, it's a sketch of you 
plus uh, with your height and weight out to the side, uh, height is plus or minus an inch, and uh, your weight is plus or minus 10 pounds. So with as in-depth as you were looking at me, you'll notice I'm not casting a shadow. <laughs> oh, like, that's the weird part. All he did was he looked at you once and did the sketch. Like, he, he is not in-depthly looking at you. That's, he still notices a lot from just looking once. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming that he's going to notice, this guy doesn't cast a shadow. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Fair enough. If Look, you kid Eddie, hold the picture up the ne next to my face. What do you think? Did he get my good side? I always forget that I'm muted. No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> and I'm going to look down to Phoenix. How about you? What do you think? Did he get my good side? Uh, it's uh, it's Rosalind in here. Phoenix is uh, her character name is another Phoenix on mine. Yeah, well, oh, it's, uh, it's in a different campaign. Her name's Phoenix. Ah, fair enough. Rosalind, we're looking at Rosalind. You just Luna. Luna. Yes. I'm talking to you. You didn't ask the question. Sorry, she was enthralled with your book. Ah. She, well, you said she was looking at me. She was, and then she's gonna go back to her book. Oh. She saw she saw your interaction, and then went back to her book, and then you went to go ask her a question. As like, she's staring at her she book, she looks back up at you and blinks, confused, like, "Okay, now what?" <laughs> I'm looking at you, holding a picture drawn by a gnome next to my face. Did it get my good side? You know, he's fairly accurate. Um, <laughs> it's a spinning image, love. Damn, I figured he'd improve on it. <laughs> if you want somebody who flatters you, you should just, uh, I suggest going to a bard. They, they tend to do so. No, bards tend to flatter themselves. Anything yes. that comes our way is just icing. Yes, but they still do better than... Somebody who's looking at you logically as opposed to flattery. She does speak. Looking at Eddie. It's like turning his head. She does speak. Yes, I speak. I speak four different languages and I'm itching to learn more about a fifth. Interesting. Y'all make me want to Back drink. to her book. <laughs> Where's the food? It takes a while to cook, my dear. <laughs> Lucy's is... just going to be like looking at everybody, especially Vale, as she's as he's walking around asking, "Was it the good side?" Lucy's just going to sit there and kind of have a cheesy Chester smile on her face and just roll her eyes. The best part is. Rosalind just did not confirm nor deny his question. She kind of pushed it off to the side. <laughs> Redirected it completely. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I'd ask if she's blushing, but you can't tell with us. <laughs> Alrighty, and uh, Bernard would appear from the back, and he would go behind the tavern and start. Uh, he would be carrying the teas with him from the back, and he would um, have a little, a little saucepan kind of deal. With a little bitty cup on it. And he would go behind the counter and pour the ale in the waters. And you would see him look directly at Lucy. Uh-huh. Reach under the counter. He would pull out an orange, cut it in half, <clears throat> squeeze it into a glass about half full. And then walk back over to the party carrying all the drinks and um, Rosalind would get uh, a hot tea with a little saucepan which appears to have the, the little cup on it that appears to have milk in it oh, like a little gravy bowl got it yes like a little like the little um, the little cup that the honey would come in usually yeah but that has tea in it or not tea it has the milk in it okay uh, Tamlin would get his water set down. Eddie would get his uh, coffee and water set down. <laughs> Lucy would get a half full glass of orange juice set in front of her, and he would say, I am sorry, dear. This is all we had for him. That is perfectly fine, dear. I appreciate it. Anytime. And uh, Vale would get his mug of ale set down in front of him. And uh, anything else they all need? Or... Uh, if not, I will be back in about five minutes with the food. I am satisfied. Thank you very much. Pick up the ale. All the bread I need. Starts drinking. <laughs> okay. Um, he will go ahead and walk back into the kitchen. Get down. Uh, so more idle chit chat would pass I'm assuming mostly drinking at this point just sipping and looking at everybody I am doing my work pretty much how I'm going to handle this I'm going to say safe to assume Tamlin and Rosalind would both have their notes buried in books and writing notes. We would say Lucy and Betty are fighting like sisters. <laughs> Just that constant little one-up. Honestly, it feels less like an adventuring party and more like a book club. Well, I'm not much of a fighter. No. I I think it would much be better. I prefer to be a book club, actually. That's not a bad idea at all. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I like this concept. I am all aboard for this plan. <laughs> How can I kill somebody with a book? Uh, easy. There's oh. several different ways. 
But the nice one is if you take the spine of the book, it does a really good whack. And she's gonna she's gonna like look among the party to see who's the close target. Who who's the one who who asked the question again? There's demon. Oh yeah. I say she uh Lucy. yes. Lucy would be sitting directly across from you. Okay, so the, how, how do you kill someone Rosalind's with gonna, Rosalind's gonna just <laughs> jump up and stand on her feet with a lovely book and like do a little presentation with the book in her hand with the other hand giving a little flare and she's like, I can show you if you like. I can no. clearly demonstrate. Fails no, I look at Lucy as as she's ju- as they're jumping up. Just kind of silently open it and say, open it and cast the spell. <laughs> one way if it's a spell book but if it's a naturally nice book like the one i've got in my hand that contains no magic whatsoever you can go for a couple of pressure points from along the spine or you know you can just simply knock them out which is what i prefer as ideal you, can, you know talk to them later when you've got them conveniently tied up and uh lucy would... as you look at this book it's like thicker than the atlanta phone book <laughs> <laughs> It's just this gigantic book. It looks like it's probably about 800 pages. And no, it's, it's, hard, it's and far it's more hard... than that. It's, it's thicker yeah, than I'm... like two of the Harry Potter, Potter books combined. And it's a hardcover, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Question. You're one of those ones with like the metal bindings along the spine. <laughs> the, the metal edges to keep the sides from crimping, yes. Yeah. Um, what was your question there, Eddie? Does that, uh, that adventuring... New adventuring party sign still somewhere around here? Uh, no, it is gone. Okay. Um. So while they're having this exchange, I would just slide a uh small book. It's probably maybe a hundred. 20 pages and it's uh, paperback um, that is just smut. And be like, this is probably more on your level. To whom? Oh, damn. To that's Lucy. To Lucy. <laughs> yeah, but that's still an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Big brain insult. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. God, <laughs> and you would you would get the insult. No, I think it would fly over their head. Maybe, maybe. I mean, if you throw the book over her head, it would fly over her head. But ha 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 ha. <laughs> <clears throat> She's just gonna pull out her trinkets and start tinkering with them while she's waiting on her food. And uh, what would Betty be up to right now? The food will be out here in about two minutes. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Rosalind's Betty now would be. Uh... That it's cooled down and add some of the milk. I guess. I guess she would be doing what Betty does, minding her own with... business. Okay. Uh, so I'm assuming the only two really making idle chit chat right now would be Eddie and uh, Vale. 
Kind of. Everybody else is kind of busy doing their own thing. Okay. So about another two minutes passes by, and Bernard comes out carrying just plates of food down both arms, and he'll just go around the table and say, uh, "Okay, Miss Rosalind, here's your eggs and potatoes." Thank you so much, dear. Not a problem, Mr. Tamlin. Here's your eggs and potatoes with um. I think these are apples. I don't know. It's what the it's what the um, the boy dropped off this morning. That's understandable. Still fruit. Still mm-hmm. maybe questionable, but it's fruit. Exactly. Um, Eddie, here are your eggs with uh, the leftover fish from last night. It has been Thank the you. fish. Ha- the fish has been salted to preserve it. Lucy, here, here are your pancakes with apples. We did not have any strawberries. I do apologize. That is fine, my dear. Uh, Betty, full of apples for you. Just, just apples, huh? That's all Fruit we had. Bowl consists of apples. That's all we had. I apologize. <sighs> You guys Very must well. have the best cider in town. Uh, it just depends on the day. And here are your eggs. Thank you. I hope, I hope everybody likes scrambled. Mm-hmm. Now, fine. <laughs> now eat up. And uh, whenever everybody's done eating, we will uh, get on to your first... Uh, Simon. Looking around at everybody that just digs in without any regard. (laughs) No, she's gonna she's gonna like politely put her little book onto her lap and you know maneuver it so it won't get dirty and scoot her chair in a little bit closer and start eating her breakfast, sipping her tea. Uh, she's she's not gonna get anything on this. <laughs> Lucy will just sit there and eat and peacefully, and then look over at Betty and go, "All right, I can't stay mad at you forever." What the hell have you gotten? A, what's Dad gotten us roped into this time? I'm not certain. Apparently, they seem to think that uh, after our uncle passed, we needed to go on adventures on our own. Either that or they just want to get rid of us. I'm not sure which. That or they're just waiting to see which one of us dies if one comes back. I can see them playing that sadistical game. That they could. I'd kill them all before they kill you or me. <laughs> oh. And what? Question now. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Right. Would it have just been like a cup of coffee or like a pot of coffee with a cup? 
Uh, it would have been a um, um, a mug of coffee. Okay. Something that was slightly insulated to keep you from burning <laughs> your hands. Right. So Vale's gonna lift a hand up. Would I be able to get a refill here with <laughs> the empty ale mug? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Bernard would come around and grab the mug from you. He's like, "Do you enjoy the ale?" Uh, it's a needed thing. Long flight, ex-girlfriends, things I just want to forget. Understandable. <laughs> and uh, we do get our we do get our ale from the dwarven village, not too far from here. Ah, guaranteed potency. I like it. Mm-hmm. Anybody else need a refill? I will take some water. I hold up an empty coffee mug. Okay, some more coffee, some water. Um, Rosalind, did you say you needed some more tea? I'm good for now, but thank you, dear. You're welcome. Pamela, did you need a refill? Uh, he's not even looking up from his books. He he's fine. He still has like half a cup of water left, but his plate is almost empty. Okay. Um, and Miss Betty, would you like a glass of water? I'd take a glass. Okay. So he will take the empty cups with him to go refill them. Uh, go behind the counter. He will refill everything he can, and he will take the. Uh, the mug that Eddie had, go back into the kitchen and come back out with a fresh cup of coffee for him. And uh, come back over and give everybody their drinks. There you go. One water, two waters, coffee, ale, and yes. There we are. Thank you. And uh, does anybody have an empty plate at this point? Yes. So he would, while he was there, he would go around and pick up the empty plates and uh, take them back into the kitchen. <clears throat> and then he will reemerge from the kitchen and go into his office, which is just off to the side of the. Uh, bar and walk up walk back out carrying uh, a few pieces of paper with them how long do you say would have passed between him going into his office and coming back out uh maybe a minute okay never mind that wasn't a very long time at all. Basically long enough for him to go in there, get into his desk, find the appropriate um, find an appropriate uh, assignment for y'all and uh, come back out. And uh, he. Hmm? No, just Vale sitting there kind of 
cranking his neck back and forth, just like making it sound like Rice Krispies. So uh, he would walk back over whenever everybody would be done eating. <laughs> okay. Right. And uh, as he approaches the table, he will pass around the papers to everybody and say, eh, it might be a little bit of a challenge, but it is what I have for now for uh, the par- a party just starting off. Basically, what we're dealing with here is a group of gnolls has invaded the uh, nobles' woods to the south of here. And uh, he has commissioned us to rid them. And um, he did say... Uh, per Noel, he would pay two gold each. <laughs> so he's not paying to ridge them. He's paying to tally them. Preferably in a post-mortal state. Yes, by rid them, he was meaning rid them. Who wants to pay to to rid them? We don't even know how many there are. Well, he said two gold per head. Mm -hmm. Two gold per head. But if there's one head and he's just a pansy? Hey, Nothing. You find an old village somewhere and you add up to the tally a little bit. I like your thinking. We also kidnap one of them and ask them where the rest of them are. I was just going to try kidnapping their eggs and remodifying their bodies into turning them into a giant weapon that I can ride. You realize that gnolls are live birth, right? They're humanoid. And? They don't have eggs. Well, if they have eggs on the inside... I, I don't think that's how reproduction works. Um, <laughs> not yet, anyways. <clears throat> Science has not come that far yet. Uh, I, <laughs> dig through, I dig through my backpack and pull out like a three-page pamphlet and slide it across the table, and it's called Mammal Reproduction. <laughs> and it starts with all the humanoids. <laughs> <laughs> it is written. It is written by Tamlin. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. And um, so. Oh, go ahead. We're, we're going to be fighting. No. Like the weird hyena. Yes. Yes, the weird hyena things. Mm. I was hoping more for like mindless livestock. These things have these things are weird in their <sighs> intelligence and they're it's barbaric and depressing. Uh can't go for them like cattle, unfortunately. 
but they are going after the cattle and the peasants of his land. So he would like them gone. Do we have permission to use peasants as bait? I don't think that would be wise. Mm. We could use cattle as bait, though. Uh... What if we just solidified their defenses a little bit more and then made a trap that caught them for us? They go into raid in the town after we build our quote-unquote defenses and they get trapped underground and we can kill them from there. I thought you said you didn't want to use peasants as bait. I said the village as bait, not the peasants. What do you think is in the village? Well, of course, peasants, but there's also other things that they want, like uh, weapons, cattle, and... Or we just Maybe show up and handle it or something. I don't like gnolls. They're gross. They're grungy. And, you know, they. I'm okay with killing them. Doesn't sound as though you're wanting to kill them. It sounds as though you're delaying. No, I'm just trying to figure out a plan on how we're going to kill them because I, again, do not fight. What? And uh, there are far worse things underground than just shoving gnolls down there. <coughs> yes, but I'm, I'm just stating that we could open up the ground a little bit and make a, basically a pit trap, if you will. They fall through, they die, we collect the heads, uh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Al, while she's talking, I pull out another four-page pamphlet called The Underdark in You. Specifically, turn it back to you and give you the like, point out the depth of where the underdark is. I'm like, I'm not digging that deep. Please tell me this. She points out her arms and goes, Do you think I have the muscle mass to dig that deep? Points at Lucy, (laughs) doesn't have the muscle mass for it. Given what? your muscle mass, I assume you're a spellcaster, so yes, I believe that you are more than capable of digging a hole that deep. You just have to put your mind to it. Please Point tell the me mind, this not camp- the body, love. Nice try. I'm not going to be digging a hole that deep. It's a pitfall trap. Minimum, minimum of like, I don't know, five feet? It's It's a trap. It's not freaking a thousand feet into the earth where there's creepy crawly things that like to eat your brain. Oh hell, I'm hearing I nothing for the trap. Bernard? Oh, oh, one minute. Bernard would say one one moment, please, and he would walk back to his office. Y'all can continue. <laughs> you imagine going to a hole and all of a sudden you're in the underdark? Uh, I'm from there, so yes. Well, I mean, somebody that's not from there. I'm not talking like you as like as a stranger. Falls through a hole. That'd be a bad day. I like this idea. We should dig to the underdark. You're not digging to the underdark. I don't want to deal with things eating my brain. For the record, if we're digging a pit trap, mind you, deep enough to the underdark, how are we going to get the heads to get our money? See? Five feet. I would I prefer 12 feet. It would give them the quickest of deaths, and we could easily get out of that. I, I like slicing point, their throats. At this point... Okay, well, uh, you can guide them, and anyone that jumps over the pitfall trap, you slice their throat. You can do that instead. You'll be the backup at, plan. 
At this point, Bernard would return with his office, carrying a yellow book with a little stick figure on the front of it that says, Undercommon for Dummies, and he will lay it on the table and say, if everybody's planning on going to the underdog, you might need this. <laughs> We're not going to the underdog. Maybe, maybe, maybe in a couple Poor I'm dummies. not sure if we're feeling very adventurous, but we're not digging to the Underdark. Vale just keeps looking at the book, looking at it. It just this has this like fit of the giggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, mm-hmm. I, I am grateful under, for the book. However, we're not digging to the Underdark. Just when did this buffoon get to tell us that... what we're doing? And uh, if that book will stay on the table, and if anybody wants to take that book and spend about approximately six hours studying it, you would understand basic undercommon. I will take the book. Yeah, I was gonna do it. <laughs> oh, let's uh, uh, finish with that love. I'm going to borrow. And I am giggling the entire way. <laughs> I'm talking just basic undercommon too. Well, that's for a copy I, of that. I will walk around the table and and tap and so that I can peek at the book and go, that conjugation is frightfully bad. Oh, lovely. I'm gonna look look up at a at uh, the what's the Snarfablin's name again? Tamlin. Tamlin book of Tamlin. It's like I was expecting more swears. You grew up on a pistol, you expect more swears out of a language. I was totally expecting more swears here. Well, Underdark is not the same as a pistol. Uh huh. <coughs> Basically, this book would be like the tourist guide to Undercommon. <laughs> it just makes the giggling worse. If you would, if you would skim through it, it would just it would teach you the basic language and the basic phrases needed to where you wouldn't. You could you'd be able to ask the questions needed. Demon crashed. I'll, yep. I'll be interesting. Nope. Or interested in finding a library later on now. Demon has not crashed. It's if everybody is still in the mood to go to the Underdark, how about we take a field trip in of several months from now to the Underdark and Tamlin here will be our guide. Okay, we're not digging to the Underdark currently. Um can we just avoid digging in general? Okay, there are several other types of traps that we can use how about we recon the general area where our targets are and figure out what we're facing first? Just, yeah, just we can totally set up like a big meeting and then just kill Betty, them all once. Lucy's just going to look at Betty. Betty, I'm doing the thing. Yeah, let's go. Let's do a task thing. <laughs> and Lucy will just walk off. <laughs> So you, Betty and Lucy are getting up and leaving? Yep. They're going for the recon. Okay, so we're going to have recon. The rest of us can make our traps so that when they come um, back, we're prepared. Looking back and forth, I was like, 
Bernard, uh, Bernard if I come with you, you two. As you two are getting up to walk away, Bernard's going to look at you and go, I haven't given you the details yet. Well, then why are you not giving the details? Because everybody started talking about how to kill them. Well, speak up if you're going to give us the task. Give us the task. We've got things to do. We're not making any money sitting here. Yes, you need to go speak speak to the noble of the south. His name is Francis. What's the name again? Francis. Francis. Mm hmm. Um, forgive me, but, um, full name entitling. Because if I come up to a noble and just call him Francis, I'm going to get my balls cut off. <laughs> it is Sir Francis of the South. Sir Francis of the South. Any Sir other... Noble oh, speaking of, which, him. speaking of which, um, Bernard will reach into his pouch and produce two ivory gemstone necklaces and hand them to Lucy... And veil. Oh, just mm-hmm. holding it up with a clawed, with two clawed fingers, like it's a dead fish or something. The this, heck is this? Uh, this will signify your uh, association with the adventurers here at the Dewdrop Inn. Mm. Oh, so it's and if you examine if you examine the gemstone, you will notice that uh, engraved into one side of it. If you want to look at the uh, art uh, channel under the adventures of the Dewdrop, the Dewdrop in um, section here in the server, you will see exactly what it looks like. It's just an ivory gemstone with a. Um, gold top on it, and just a cloth-like uh, material making up the necklace portion of it. Okay. And uh, Boris will... Uh, Boris. Bernard will explain that the... Um, basically, it signifies your rank here, which means as you all are starting off, Ivory is the lowest rank. Um, the Dewdrop Inn is engraved on one side of the gemstone with a gold inlay. And uh, you can add it to your inventory or you can write it down. Um, I actually I need to go in and make the custom item. I'm okay, sorry. thought work. Um, I'm gonna have to borrow somebody's character sheet for this. Lucy, I'm borrowing yours. Add custom item. Gemstone necklace. <clears throat> that should be in 
That should be a custom item available to everybody, labeled under the Dew Drop In necklace. Great. It is not. I guess I have to go on to the website. <laughs> Manage inventory. Come on. Anyway, um, yeah. So this necklace um, is a also has a one-way teleportation spell tied to it, so that at any point in time, you can come back to the inn. and whatever you picture in your wherever you picture in your mind is where you will appear. Whether it be the tavern, your room, uh, you cannot appear in anybody else's room. <coughs> uh, the hallway, wherever, wherever, whatever common area or your personal area you would like to appear in is where you will appear. Now, as far uh, Francis, uh, so as far as the mission goes. Uh, Francis's castle is located directly south of here in the town of Leavenworth. By the way, Al, I rolled a 19 stealth. I've already packed up all of my stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. And in hearing that, has already walked out the door. I'm so glad I was okay. muted. I was laughing too hard at Leavenworth. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, How far you... south is this? About a half a day's travel. Uh, by road or as the crow flies? Well... Well, if you exit the tavern and take a left down the road, you will be there in approximately half a day. You will be at the main gate to Leavenworth in about a half a day. <laughs> okay. When you get there, make sure you tell the guards that you are adventurers from the Dewdrop Inn, and if they question it, show them this gemstone, and they will take you to... Francis, and he will instruct you from there. Would there happen to be some paper and a pen or a quill and ink vial available? I'm pretty sure if you ask Hamlin, oh, where did he get off to? Oh, I'm pretty sure... Uh, Miss Rosalind would have some for you, wouldn't you, Miss Rosalind? Luna. Luna. You're Rosalind. Would you happen to have a uh, pen and pa uh, quill and quill and paper for uh, Miss Lucy? I I have. I have ink and I have a quill. Uh, 
I do have a journal, but I'm not ripping a page from there. So... Ah, well, I will be right back then. Thank you. I have parchment. Do we need it? Well, I was just asking in case that we need it through our travels. Apparently, we need more education before our travels. All of these books we've been given. You've got two pamphlets. Calm down. That's not true. We had a we had an idiot's guide to undercommon. Mm-hmm. That can be left here if you want, or one of you, one party member can carry it. I am totally taking that with me. <laughs> yes. And you have one drinking one one pamphlet labeled um what was it the uh, mammals reproductive <laughs> I thought that was a book. About that that a full book what was it sneaky what was it labeled I forgot to write that one down oh it's a three page pamphlet on mammal reproduction okay and then you have um and then another pamphlet named uh labeled the underdark in you so who gets the pamphlets? I only heard of one one copy of each being pulled out. <laughs> Anywho, she's finished rate, I don't reading the pamphlets that has been brought upon the table a few times. <laughs> um, so, what exactly has she discovered upon reading these pamphlets? Sneaky, go ahead and tell her what she's learned. Well, I know, I know <laughs> one for a fact is that Underdark. I do not remember the first one. Oh, no, no, it's the breeding factors of mammals, that's right. Yeah. Um, so breeding factors of mammals has illustrations on reproductive organs, uh, a crude uh, drawing on how sex works, um, as we well as basic uh, like do's and don'ts for not getting STDs. Um, and the one for the Underdark just has a bunch of pictures of, like, intellect devourers, giant, uh, giant uh, mushrooms, uh, assorted other uh, creatures in the Underdark. And in big, bold red letters, it says, do not fuck with, we'll kill you. <laughs> And the the first sentence is, "Don't go to the Underdark. Everything there will kill you." See, this is exactly why I do not want to go to the Underdark. She's gonna. Oh, where's your sense of adventure? You're adorable. Actually, you're quite adorable. Uh, I do I believe to... that's why you're here. Yes. However, adventuring does not necessarily mean getting into danger all of the time. It simply means exploring. Oh, I didn't realize that we were in our fairy tale stage still. Don't worry, everything will be fine. It's all fine. 
I have, only I've repeated myself several times that I am not a fighter. I do not desire getting into a fight. So, again, I would prefer to explore and learn new things rather than just mercilessly kill disgusting creatures. Yes, you give him a title of disgusting. Or B, uh, you may want to find a different group. Or perhaps I do. Uh, but I do I do want to go back to Vale's previous statement of making this into a book club. I still like that idea. Oh, good lord. Someone help this poor child. I'd just rather take everything. I'd rather sit there and extort who the hell ever we can for the benefit of our party. Otherwise, we just take their heads. We can extort them without having to take their heads. Yeah, I can get behind that. I'm okay with that. It's just the fighting Right then, so I'm doing heads. the talking around here, right? Yes, yeah. Because uh, less heads, well, I mean, there's some head, but that's a different thing entirely. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to go to the House of Lady Favors for that. Why would I do this? I'm not going to be giving that. Well, I might. But whatever. We have a lord to go frolic with, don't we? <laughs> Maybe you can convince them to jump in your bed. Just a concept. Bed roll. Thank you. I have no permanent domicile. Too restricting. I didn't think so. Secondly, I don't convince people to jump into my bed. That's not what I do. What am I, some a bard or something? Do you yeah. see an instrument on my person? Well, bards are mighty and talented. Be a singer. You be an artist. I wouldn't know. Maybe a poet. You know a lot about bards, do you? You saucy girl. <laughs> Just because I like the arts does not mean that I am. Oh, hear that, lad! She loves the arts! I do. Arts. And the arts love her. I'm not sure about that. Is Bernard still there? DMs? Huh? Did you check DM? Not yet. No, I just got loaded, so I'm leaving okay. town. Okay, uh, well, in that case, while this conversation is going on, Bernard would have approached you and uh, handed you a clean set of common clothes. Okay. And said, uh, here you go, I almost forgot. Uh, the only difference um, you would notice on these clothes is just a clean, basic set of common clothing with the uh, two drop-ins logo on the left sleeve. Okay. While they're arguing, I will go to my, I'll go to the restroom to relieve myself and change. Okay. And the only thing he would have said to you was, I know we discussed this last night, and I almost forgot, but here you go. As promised. Appreciate it. Anytime. The silence is deafening. 
Okay, so um, at that point, Bernard would say, well, there's your first quest. Uh, it is up to you to make up your minds how you go about accomplishing this task given. Uh, remember, each null head is two gold apiece. And uh, as always, goblins are five silver per set of spheres. Such a lovely um, collection. You, you, we, we're killing goblins around here. Oh, but you always find mm. goblins, unfortunately. Feral goblins, to be precise. Thank you for that disclaimer. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, we've had some friends who are goblins, and they're not all bad. Not all goblins are bad. You will find some in here from time to time. But feral goblins, I can get behind that. Mm -hmm. What if we educate them and the ears are still on the side of the head? Mm. No uh, pay for that. No pay. But hey, we now have a goblin. <laughs> that could go either way. Okay. <laughs> Either way. Oh my god. So. Alright. You gents ready to head out the door and kill some Pharisees? Yes. Let's do this. Well, why don't we first see the Lord introduce ourselves, schmooze a little bit, con him out of some weaponry? And then kill the Nulls. Any objections? No objections. Clearly you're doing the talking. Apparently. I'm good at that. Clearly. We'll have to warn the enemy to never let me talk. That might be our greatest weapon yet. Uh, the gnolls will take 1d4 boring damage. <laughs> or emotional. Uh, so at any rate, um, I guess everybody's getting packed up, getting their things together, and uh, heading out, right? Hi. Easy enough. Okay, anybody, everybody, anybody need to go back to their room to get their stuff, or does everybody have their stuff? I didn't even uh, get a room. Stuff. <laughs> I'm a fish and I never unpack. Hmm? Ah, yes. For the two new members, uh, you will be assigned rooms when you return. Thank you, sir. What was your name again? Bernard. Bernard. And he is a half strong elf. Name. Good strong name. Little, little portly, but not out of shape, per se. You see him pull, like, a small knife out of his pocket, and he's just flicking it open and closed. It's a like a folding work knife. <laughs> Alrighty, then. <laughs> Off you go. I'm grabbing my stuff and heading towards the door. What about the rest of you? Yes. 
Okay, so uh, the party will convene out in front of the tavern and start heading south. Yep. Good well, deal. Well, the majority of the Yeah, the majority of the party. You're already gone. So, my first thing to do is to get out the door and just unfurl my wings and stretch. <laughs> And then, like, glance around, see how everybody's traveling. Apparently, I'm traveling on foot. You can always see if you can rent a... Did she cut out for anybody else? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I said you can always rent a mule or... Horse. Horse. It cut out a little like soon on that one. <laughs> okay, but that wasn't Horror. my fault. Horror. <laughs> this one's really just going through for you today. That's that's all. It's it's, it's fine. It's it's fine. No bus. It's all it, it's it's fine, yeah. It'll be fine. And yes, it's candy. Anywho, um, maybe you should check with the stables. Maybe the nerd has a certain deal with them that they'll rent us a horse for relatively cheap. Maybe a cart. Oh. oh. So you want me to ask for you as well? Because you keep saying we as though I'm entitled to get you a, a horse. I'm saying the royal we. I meant for like maybe the rest of the party who can't fly, or walk, hmm. or walk fast. One of, I like the horse. idea of horses. <laughs> See. Well, if you like the idea so much, why don't you go for it? Okay, I'll go for it. That works. And I'll give you double what you've paid. I'll find my way to the stables. Um, if you, uh, <laughs> as you look around, you realize you are in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> the capital city is about a two-hour uh, two walk to the north. So the closest thing to a stables would be the tavern stables, which currently have no horses. Exactly. Because I know I didn't bring one. I flew here. So... I'll uh, walk back into the, the tavern and go, uh, why did I leave? He's like, wait, no horses. I'm going back to the tavern. Well, honestly, I do believe you've left for nothing more than our own entertainment at this point. I'll see myself out and I'll do it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you walk inside and ask Bernard why you left? <laughs> no.
I said, what, what's your question here? I walk back in and I just, there are no horses. Mm, not yet. It's almost like that might be a little simple. You did just start. Horses will be available later on. It's only a half a day's walk. Get to it. Hey, autopilot me. I'll be back. Okay. Start walking. Are the rest of the party going to start walking too? I'm literally going to go aloft and just stay above everybody. I'm going to be fluttering. Alrighty. So, I would say Tamlin probably got about a good 20 minute head start on everybody. Sound about right, Sneaky? Not that much. And I assume everybody's just walking, keeping pace with the slowest party member? Yeah. Yeah. Keeping an eye in the sky. Well, <laughs> from the sky. <laughs> Alrighty. Nobody wants to know where Tamlin is. He disappeared. I'm an adventurer, not a babysitter. I, I think that's kind of the mindset here. It's like, eh, a couple of them walked off, a couple into this. Maybe they'll show up. Maybe they won't. <laughs> so, everybody will make their way. Um, Hey, Luna. Yes. I'm... You got a bit of an echo going on on your end? I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Did that fix it? Oh, maybe. Yeah. La, 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 la. Okay, cool. It was what well, was like it was picking up our voices on your end. I don't know how. I don't know anything else in here that would be recorded. Like repeating oh, shit. feed. Okay. Uh well shit. <laughs> I guess we're just gonna have to deal with it. But um at any rate, um so Tamlin's about 15, 20 minutes ahead of everybody. And you're just heading straight there, right? Sneaky? Yep. That is exactly what I'm doing. Alrighty. Um, so you will arrive at the front gate or the north gate um, approximately 20 minutes ahead of everybody else. And uh, you will see two guards. They're making idle chit-chat with each other. Kind of slacking off, really. Stand at attention. Do your job. And at this point, they will both just kind of look around. Like, who the hell said that? And they'll look down and see you and go, oh, shit! Stand up real quick. Stand up straight real quick at their posts. And then uh, they will say, um, well, who are you? I am Tamlin. I am here to speak with Sir Francis. I'm from the Dewdrop Inn. Uh, 
I have taken up the request to deal with the Knowles. There's probably five people that I'll be taking up the rear. They're probably about looks at his watch or looks at his wrist, looks at the sky and probably 30 minutes behind me. Okay. Um, so you're from the Dewdrop Inn. Do you have any proof of this? I show him the nipples. Ah, of course. Hey, rookie, get up here. And you'll see a, a, a guard, like, scramble from inside the gate. And, uh, yes, yes, sir, what's up? Take this man to see the Lord Francis. Oh, right away. And uh, he will escort you to the palace. Okay. Um, anything you want to ask him, or you good? Oh, uh, I was, uh, what, the guard? Yeah. Uh, just if he uh, can tell me if there's any libraries in town, um, preach the good word of thought to him. He would inform you that there is a library in town. It is located approximately two blocks away from the castle. Uh, you can see, just looking around, it seems to be... Eh, it's not squalid living conditions, but it's not great. And the closer you get to the center of town, the better the living conditions get. You know, per usual. There's no real, like, separation between the districts, you know. But it's just as you're getting closer to the center, you can tell it's getting better and better. And when you reach uh, the castle, you'll walk inside to a nice, large um, reception area, per se. And uh, he will say, he'll look at you and go, um... Are you the only one? Oh, is that sneaky? Cut out. I said <clears throat> that my companions are lollygagging, but they should be here soon enough. Oh, okay. Um... Well, if you want to hang out here, uh, don't break anything or anything like that. Um, I will go get them for you. Very well. And he will take off running towards the front gate. Um, rest of the party would approach the gate, and you would see the two same guards standing there. Uh, they're a little bit more attentive, and they do notice you approaching. And as you all get toward the front gate, and um, they would say, one of them would look at you and say, are you the rest of the party? I pull out my necklace. Ah, good. I believe we are. She picks up her necklace as well. 
Good deal. Good deal. Um, whenever the rookie decides to get back here, he'll just turn around and shout. Are they uh, looking up? Hmm? Are they, they looking up? Yeah, they would have seen you approaching. They would okay. have seen you flying in. I said they were paying much more attention. Much better, yeah, much more attention. They noticed you flying before they saw the rest of the party. Um, and about that point, you will hear armor clanking, just dum 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 dum, and uh, this poor, poor guard just out of breath, just like you know, hands down on his knees, like <sighs> holding up a finger, like one second, <laughs> and uh, he'll look. Stand at attention, rookie. Is he kind of flowing out of his armor? Huh? Is he not not quite fit inside of his armor? Oh, no, no, no. He, it's a good fit. It's just he's out of breath from running back from the palace. Ah, there. And, uh, he will, he'll stand up, but you can just see his like chest breathing real heavy. And, he'll say, and the, the guard will look at him and say, you need to escort these ones to the uh, palace as well. <sighs> okay. <sighs> Follow me, please. And uh, he'll escort you all to the uh, palace as well. You will notice the same things. Uh, just living conditions getting better and better the closer you get to the palace. But nothing was really horrible. And uh, as you reach the palace, you will enter the reception area and notice Tamlin sitting there waiting on you. Or standing, whatever he was doing. Just sitting there. Hey, Gnome, look. I convinced them to head out the door. They offer you hors d'oeuvres yet? No. We were waiting on y'all. Okay, and he will say, right this way, it'll lead you up some steps and uh, through a door. Into a chamber area of say, of sorts, you could say it's like a uh, like an office area. And uh, he'll look at you and say, uh, "Lord Francis will be with you momentarily." And uh, as you scan the room, you will see books, maps. Uh, it's lit with candles. It's it's an interior room, but it's well lit. Uh, the desk is a sturdy oak desk. Uh, there's a very plush chair behind it. There's some paperwork strewn about it. And there is a door off to the side. Any questions about the room before we move on? Nope. Nope. Alrighty. Uh, Lord Francis will walk through that side door and say, oh, good. I was expecting you today. And uh, keep in mind, this is about 2 o'clock in the afternoon by now. Uh, so you are the new adventuring party from the Dewdrop Inn. 
Was there an old one from the new drop in? There's others. Uh, there's other parties. But um, I know Bernard told me he would be sending his new recruits out here. What do you Are think, they? Bernard? Did y'all hear me there? Not quite. Oh, I said, what did y'all think of Bernard? He's a lovely guy. Uh, very attentive. He does need more help around his tavern, though. I have offered help to him before in the past. He just turns it down. He's going to run himself ragged. Mm. Yes. He said he cannot afford the help, though. Well, then, charge the adventurers for ale and nothing else, and at least that would be enough to pay the wages, or have the adventurers tip the person who's waiting on them so that he can focus on the other stuff. As an avid drinker of that ale, <laughs> I would protest. And, of course you would. <laughs> However, you could probably get into the market of convincing him to buy better ale that will make it worth your while. How about instead of just going for better ale, we just say more ale? Okay, that will work. As long as you pay, like, it wouldn't even be much. It'd be like, I don't know, two copper? As the tieflings go on an ADHD rant about ale. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I didn't, I didn't uh, say she didn't uh, have it. I did reach in my pouch about a two-page pamphlet on the glories of ale, and it's basically a still and how to. It, it's a drawing of a still and how to make ale. She's gonna also. Rosa's gonna look at him and be like, "Do you also have a pamphlet for alcoholism?" Uh, flips through, pulls out a three-page pamphlet on alcohol abuse. Are you just a walking library, my love? <laughs> I love this. Thank you. Um, scrolls through, pulls out a four-page pamphlet, the library and you. <laughs> All this time, Francis is just standing there watching this. This is what our party has uh, become. <laughs> and um, Betty, would he recognize you? Um, no. You you are Lucy? I, I don't believe so. It being a southern, no. Okay. Right then, if y'all are done with your squabbling, uh, let's get down to brass tacks. We are having issues with gnolls. And goblins. At one of our western cities. Okay. They come out. They come out at night. And uh, after the cattle. Which. The uh, farmers have been mostly able to fend them off. But the numbers keep growing. Do they have any forms of defense? Any any soldiers? 
So nah, they probably wouldn't have any soldiers, but anybody to guard them? I have sent some guards there, and they don't see anything. Okay, that is fascinating. Although, if you can't tell by the guards, they are kind of slackers. So they're probably sleeping. That's valid. However, did they? do you guys have a potion shop near there? Potion shop? Not out there. Okay, just making sure, because my first thought was the gnolls were somehow becoming invisible. Mm, not likely. They are intelligent, but not that intelligent, I would think. That's valid. But again, there's no defenses, no no nothing. Is it just an open little mm. town that these gnolls can just stroll right through? I sent the guards out there to help bolster their defenses. And um, I haven't heard back from them. So either A, they are truly slacking on the job, or B, they're dead. Mm. Lovely. But to be fair, I did just send them out there about a week ago. They could be working on defenses. They could be. But I sent them out there and uh, sent a messenger to Bernard to get the adventuring party out there to help them, help them with their defenses, possibly train them in some weapon use. And uh, help defend the village. And, and you, all of this for two gold. Per head. Two gold per head. And if you help them bolster their defenses and train them with weapons, you will be compensated fairly. The compensation will depend on the level of uh, defenses you do and the level of training you do. There we go. You see, it's not just if you go out there, total. if you go out there and stick some stakes in the ground, well, that'll be about two copper. Okay. If you go out there and build an impenetrable fortress, well, we're going to be talking some gold then. Family, you don't ha happen to have a pamphlet for defenses or, you know, basic structure design, do you? Let me see. I go through my books and I, just, uh, sorry. I, I, I go, oh, yeah, and I flip back my sketchbook and it has... Oh, basic fortifications and defenses and I look at them and go uh, we don't have the manpower for this thing. This is like turning a, a small town into a impenetrable fortress. This uh, probably is a little more than we could do. Can we tone it down a bit? Do you have something like that? I mean, uh, you can sketch along the way if you'd like. 
I'd have care. to see the layout of the lens. Do you care if I see? Uh, I show it to him, and it's like... Uh. It's architecturally and engineeringly sound, <clears throat> but it is like the most fantastical design for a fortress possible. <laughs> yes, I do agree with the tiefling here. I think that would be a little bit excessive for a farming community. Although, if you do wish, you could erect a wall. There's See, now we have timber. stipulations on the gold. You say we build the fortress, it costs lots of gold. Now you were restricted to a wall. So what is it that you do wish to pay? I am not restricting you. I'm just saying a fortress would be a bit excessive for a farming community. Over some knolls. And every other possible thing that could get into the farm in the future? So it's an insurance investment. Maybe a fortress is worth it. I do have a limited budget that I have to work with. Anything above and beyond that, I have to get the king himself. See, that's the kicker. Now that we're all on the same page. So you want to go above and beyond. Or you who are you asking there? Buddy. Wait, do what? I said do you want to go above and beyond? I was just simply trying to get the truth out of him. That is all. Sounds like we have things to do when the sun is setting. So. We should probably hurry. Indeed. For the most part, everything seems relatively straightforward. Does anyone have any other reasons or questions we need to stay here and not head out? No. no. We could probably head out now if we wanted to. Do you need provisions? I'd take any provisions you're willing to provide. Okay, he will he will scribble down on a piece of paper real quick and hand it to you. And say, take this to the general store, and he will provide you with five days of rations each. Okay, thank you. Not a problem. Well, we shall be going now, yes? Mm-hmm.
Alrighty, so I guess the uh, party leaves his office and uh, heads to the general store. Alrighty. Um, the general store would be located... Uh, you walk out the door, you'll see it. It's straight down the road. You come up about four blocks. As you enter, it is a... It's cramped. There is just a lot of stuff in there. Okay. She's naturally going to just look around. <laughs> She's now going to be distracted and looking around, seeing if there's any books of interest. <laughs> and by, by books of interest, I mean, like, literally, that is a book. <laughs> well, there's, there's a few books scattered about, but nothing that you haven't already read. Ah, jeez. And uh, you will hear a loud bang come from the back. And followed by an ow. I'll be right with you. Okay, take your time. You'll hear some more banging and clanging in the back, just like stuff's dropping. Are you sure you don't need help? I'm fine. Okay. And uh, if you look behind the counter, you'll just see a head of hair. <laughs> Like, just behind the counter. Like, just above the counter line. Okay. And you'll see two hands get placed up on the counter and a grunt. And this little halfling, like, stepping up onto a stool, puts his arm up on the counter, like, leaning onto it and say, Ah, what can I do for you? Uh, we're here about a couple provisions. Uh, this slip of paper, please? <laughs> Uh, who has the slip of paper? Hands a piece of paper. Okay, he'll look at the slip of paper and go, ah, okay. Uh, he'll, he'll jump down off the stool real quick and you'll just see his head, head like bouncing as he's running into the back. And uh, he'll come out carrying... About 10. He'll throw them up on the counter, run back, grab 10 more, run back, grab 10 more. He'll jump up on the stool and uh, say, Ah, there you go. Thank you so much. Not a problem. I have for each. Uh, did y'all need anything else while you were here? Any health potions? Sadly, no. Do you know where we can get a horse and wagon or a couple mules? Just a rent. We'll be returning them upon our adventure back. Uh, I believe the stables does rent out donkeys with carts. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I am curious, though. I've gone through your book collection. Is that a item... Do books come in regularly here, or is this just a... Some of these books were dropped off, and they've just been collecting for a while? Uh, basically, they've just been collecting for a while. There is a library. Uh, about three blocks up and two blocks to the left. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much. She's immediately going to leave. She's going to leave the rashes. She's just going to immediately leave the fucking library. <laughs> okay. Uh, does anything, anybody need anything else? Uh, not that I can think of at the particular moment. Uh... Would you have any desire to maybe purchase a... Uh... Unused crossbow and some ammo for it. I could take a look at it. Okay, hands over. Okay, ah, just a standard light crossbow and twenty bolts. I could give you ten gold for it. All right. I uh, I accept this deal. Okay, give me a quick second. He hops down from the counter and runs back into the back. And he returns with the uh, 10 gold. Or one platinum, whichever you'd prefer. Okay. Well, I just added the gold. Okay. I'll be honest. Probably could have gotten more than 10 gold by using the crossbow on some of those knolls. <clears throat> well, maybe for those who would enjoy using a crossbow. It's not my cup of tea. Hey, do you want to buy a crossbow? <laughs> we just got one in. Barely used. I don't need a second. Okay, if that is all, I need to get back to work. So does anybody else need anything? This is going to be your one chance to shop. Uh, unless this guy has armor, I could use some armor. Do you have any? Uh, that'd be down at the armor shop. Yeah, I figured. I do have one set of used leathers. I wouldn't know if they'd be your size or not. Very well. Screw it. I'll look at the leather. <clears throat> I wasn't thinking you might have armor here, but that's... You said you had some used leather armor. How much are mm -hmm. you asking for it? Uh, being that it's used, it is six gold. I'm going to actually, like... Does he have it out? He would have went and got it, yes. Yeah, how bad does it look? It's used. Slightly scuffed up, but not horrible. Still perfectly serviceable, though. Yeah, it's it's perfectly servable. Perfectly serviceable, but it's it's scuffed. You can tell it's used. Eh. Sure, why not? Yeah. 
drops the coins on the table. Or on the... Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Okay, Watch then. Plus three leather armor. No, oh, just standard <laughs> leather. <laughs> I love the fact that I parked here. And nobody's parked next to me yet. <laughs> anyway, um... So you were asking about the Amirmus? Yes. He is two doors down to the left. Alrighty then. Uh, immediately leaving to head that direction after grabbing rations. Okay. Um, sneaky, you need anything? He, he probably joined me to, to the library as soon as he heard about it. Maybe. I, I don't know. Um, I think he's tied up at the moment. Okay. No, I'm not. I don't know why I'm not oh. coming through, though. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> there you are. Probably because our air conditioning unit went off outside. So. Maybe. So what are you doing? Getting ready to head to this town and do what we came here to do. Library is the second. Yes, but libraries could provide us some intel. <laughs> okay, so Luna went to the library. Yep. Alrighty, you're at the library. She walks in and she looks around and goes, do you happen to have anything for, like, small village defense and topics on knolls? You see this, this old human woman, like, stereotypical librarian. She shushed you. Give me a quick second. I got to stop the recording and restart it. Okay.